Welcome to another episode of Eternal Champions. I am your host and DM, Michael Travacchino. And joining me today are some very familiar faces and voices. <clears throat> we have Valak, played by JB. Hello. Oberon, played by Cesar. Hello, my lovelies. Mirthal, played by Ernie. What's going on, guys? Last but not least, we have Darnum, played by Vashon. Hello, hello. All right, let's just hop right back into it. Last we left off, you were all attending the wedding of Hrimnir and his lovely bride, Lena. <clears throat> As the festivities went on, you guys caught up with one another. Uh, Astraeus was nowhere to be seen. He may seem to have left, probably went back to the town of Great Oak Hollow <clears throat> properly. And so as the festivities continued, the band revealed itself to be emissaries of Calgrim, particularly working for <clears throat> Mirth, who has a grudge against the Beastmen, whatever that is. Hopefully you'll find out. You quickly dispatch these foes, keeping one alive, where it was then brought to a shed outside of Astraeus's house, and he was tortured, <clears throat> I want to say, for some information, and then subsequently killed by Valak. Um, from there, the group went on to the Grey Gosling, where they enjoyed a night of drinks and food, <sighs> and then eventually... Got a nice long rest. So if you haven't done the long rest, give yourselves a long rest. And uh, we'll pick up the next morning. Each of you had your own room, or if you decide to share a room, decide that now. And uh, we'll pick up with Mr. Valak. Nice, nice long rest. Oh, okay. Me go wake up, brother. See if he's hungover. <laughs> I'm literally right next to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Like, are we talking like. You said, you said you wanted to sleep in the same room as him. All right. Are we talking like like we're in the same bed? <laughs> it's like a giant bed. <laughs> yeah. We're, like this entire time, we've just been smoothing down. <laughs> so this bed barely supports your weight. With you two on it, it goes from being a flat surface to more like a <laughs> parabola. <laughs> We're, we're not we're not increasing the the fanfic. No, um, you it's know, a bed that always always sleeps on the ground, no matter how many times they offer him a bed. Ah, uh, I thought it was gonna be like a bed in the Olympic Village, just uh, barely made for one. <laughs> it's a, it, we made it a U-shaped bed now. <laughs> go on, go on, gentlemen. <laughs> All right, so yeah, or be like, oh, I'm literally right here, brother, and he just like waves his head at you. Okay. Good. I'm awake. Let's go eat. Wake up other guys, sure. too. Okay. Sure. As you two depart from your room, we'll go over to Darnum. What are you doing this morning? <clears throat> I would say, depending on how early they would have wake, they would have woken up. Darnum would have been up already, and then probably... Yeah, how early would you say you two, the two of you have actually woken up and actually made your move to actually start getting everyone else? So here's the real question, JB. Are we doing our regular calisthenics? Yeah, we're doing like our usual like workout. We're like we're, we're stretching all our like okay. muscles within muscles. Yeah, so we, so we will be waking up early if that's the case. Okay, so, so that, that takes a little while. That takes a little bit of limber. So yeah, definitely, Darren would have been would have been up early, ensuring going to his own routine of 
stretching and exercising and just been completing the last 30 minutes of just deep meditation at this point. Because strength not only comes from the body, but from the mind as well. So if you want to knock on the door, he'll just be... It'll be quiet on his end. Okay, give me a... All of you, give me an athletics roll. Ooh, neat. Let's do something interesting. Just try to I, I finally um, managed to find the link so I could add Oberon to the campaign. Gotcha. Oh, okay. 16. Okay, how about you, Oberon? 26. Valak? 26. <laughs> All together. <Nice>. It's great. <laughs> All of you gain 10 temporary hit points as this morning routine that you normally engage upon, there's something different today, and you feel just a little bit more invigorated. So grant yourself 10 temporary hit points. Nice, nice. And is that all you're doing, Darnum? Uh, yes, yeah, we've, we've, got a lot to, we've got a lot to do. And... Okay. Uh, how how um, um, perceptive is Darnum? Uh, he's more perceptive than the average person, but... Compare uh, like uh, like 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 points wise, I have a fourteen in my passive, so it's more it's more than the average, but it's not like super incredible. Okay, like uh, I'll say that just from you know just the, chilling out with the bros, uh, you would have noticed that Oberon's workout and how he moves seems to have actual like usually you you might have seen him. Every so often, like, just throw strong physical... Wait, are you guys off. working out together or in your rooms? Oh, I thought we were all working no. out together. No, no. no. Darnum, Darnum's yeah. in his room, and you and Valak are in your own room. Yeah, Fuck, no let, let, Let's go bust in and, like, work out with him. <laughs> we'll cut over to Mirathal now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, is that actually happening? <laughs> I feel like no, it's is. not. It's not. Okay. Darnum is like, is one having a conversation with Darnum, but not realizing Darnum isn't there? <laughs> yeah, he's going. Yeah, he is. He really is. Uh, Mirthal, what are you doing this morning? Or how are you waking up early as well as the rest of your companions? Or yeah, we have a lot to do, and I don't know how long it's gonna take them between your run your head back. Are you so. going to engage in any morning exercise routines? Yeah, the ones I normally be doing try to. Master more of my teleporting around and training that more. Training going through the uh, pardon me, going through the training that the shaper put me through. Give you training my body to the limits. So you're me, edging yourself, gotcha. Give me a con roll. I said con, give con me a con save. Or con, roll? con save, okay. con save. Yes. Uh, that's gonna be a dirty 20. For today, you get a one-time free use, not to go towards your daily use, of bounding. Yikes. Yes. Okay. Um, but with that being said, all of you do your morning routines. You wake up, and you all depart. Uh, Valak and Oberon leave their room, and as they do so, Mirthal and Darnum, in comical style, also depart from their room at the same time. Do they make awkward eye contact with each other the next morning? Oh, no. It'll be like the... Darnum's back. You see, Darnum feels a bit more comfortable now that he's out of like the fancy clothes he had to wear for the wedding, mm -hmm. and he's back in his more normal attire. Okay. Uh, good How are you? I'm feeling quite invigorated. As a matter of fact, um, uh, we've got a lot to do. I feel like it'd be good if we just gather everyone, 
if we, we get to the fly by night, we can see about getting some sort of you know breakfast or refreshments there, and then we can get about trying to trying to make our way to I imagine to Kingsport, figure out what our next step will be. That would probably be a good idea. Um, I'm actually gonna go and pick up that trail to make sure he gets there okay. Excellent. All right. Well, I'll see you both there. Um, I'll see if I can try and find the find the others, and then we'll we'll all reconvene at the fly by night. All right. So I'll meet you there in just say a couple hours. Hmm. I would say the sooner the better. I'll try and get them there by as quickly as possible. Our character, where's the fly-by-night again? <clears throat> the fly-by-night is moored in the center of the town itself. Um, oh. Yeah, so there's not a proper dock here, so they kind of did like a makeshift port, essentially, for the ship. But it's it's literally like floating above the center of town. Alright, so essentially, uh, I'll be there in less than an hour. We'll go fire trails now and get them moved. Okay, Mirthal, you're departing. Darnum, you're departing. I'm assuming going your own way as well. Oh, yes. Uh, Valak and Oberon, what are you gentlemen doing? Well, Oberon has to meet the bride and groom because he has something to give him. <clears throat> okay. Um, give me, just give me a D100 roll. Um, Valak, what are you doing? Valak will go get something to eat. Okay. Uh, are you going to wait till? Eat something on the fly by night, or are you going to eat downstairs? I'm gonna eat downstairs because everyone's kind of doing their own thing right now. So, okay, all right. Um, you head downstairs to grab some chow, and chow is what you definitely get. Uh, Oberon, what did you get? Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. <clears throat> Due to what happened last night, you aren't given admittance to the actual chambers of Hrimnir and his bride Lena. You also find out, too, that they are departing on the, um, I'm drawing a blank, uh, the heavy torrent for what is a vacation slash honeymoon. Um, is, that, is that the same boat that we're using? No, you guys are going on the fly-by-night, the other ship. You actually were on the fly-by-night once three months ago. You actually worked yeah. on it to pay for your fare because you didn't have enough uh, money. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Okay, hearing this information, then I'll, Oberon's gonna rush to the heavy Tarant, mm -hmm. knowing the captain. Um, he's just going to be like, hey, like, great to hear. Hey, I heard that you're, um, because of everything that happened last night, I wasn't able to give this gift to the brighter group. You think you could do me a solid and. So you went to find Mar. Uh, yeah. What language are you speaking? Elvish, because he knows that Mar okay. speaks Elvish. Uh, the <laughs> Elder Tongue. So Mar looks at you for a second. Uh, sure. Not not a problem. Um, he puts his hand out. Yeah, and he hands some a, a, scrum, a scroll case that looks like pretty much like your standard kind of like map uh, scroll case. Hands it over. And hence, um, like this very crude-looking, like tiny box and an envelope. Not a problem. Uh, I'll leave it in their personal quarters. Do you want me to tell you what the letter says? No, no. Uh, send it to me on Discord. It's, and yeah, it's already actually yeah. posted. Oh, okay. Sure. Send it. To, uh, just pin it if you can, yeah. or like highlight it in some way so we'll that do. I can give a proper role in the future. Um, because <clears throat> hopefully, from near and Lena, this isn't their last 
time seeing you guys. Uh, I'm going to go find brother. Because he, I, knowing him, he's probably getting breakfast. You get back and he is still engorging himself on an assortment of breakfast meats and uh, eggs, as well as some carbs too, like ha- their version of hash browns, as it were, and home fries. Yeah, you would. I would say you would see Darnum there too, because he was looking to find to find the both of you. Oh, okay. So Darnum's there too as well. <laughs> so yeah, you just see Darnum staring at Valak in somewhat disbelief, as you imagine, <laughs> like like you know, when someone normally eats, there's pauses and such. But from the way it sounds, just been just one continuous flow of food that has not stopped. He hasn't breathed in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oberon just smiles and slaps the back, uh, the slap of, attempts to slap the back of um, Darnum's back and goes like, well, there's no reason to stand. If you're hungry, just go and sit. Come on. No, it's, no, it's not that. It's that we had food on the ship that we could have eaten. And Come on. Time is, a, time is of, the, of the essence. And while this is going on, we will be cutting to Mirthal. <laughs> <laughs> Mirthal, you are in front of the abode of Astraos and his lovely bride. Not bride, uh, lovely lady, I should say. I'm jumping way too ahead of myself on that one. Uh, yep. Karina. And I uh, not look at yours, because I don't remember that's head or the nose. A few minutes go by. There's a slight pause you hear the birds chirping around you see kids playing out in the streets as if what happened last night never occurred without a single care and then the door opens slowly and in the house is a site that you would never really expect and it's Hrimnir's brother Amon. Amon, I missed you at the wedding how are you I've been better I'm just doing a little House sitting for your friend. Uh, did you happen to know where he is? He said something about taking care of a last few minute things with uh, Karina, and then making his way over to Kingsport to meet up with you guys. I heard what happened. I I don't even know what to say, to be honest. I don't either, but keep the guard up. This may not be the uh, last attack. No, we are. We're training new recruits every day and <clears throat> Rimnir when he gets back he's going to be working on something he and I and hopefully if Astraeus can spare a moment we can pull him away oh I'm sorry he'll be back before this is done it's going to be a harrowing journey if he does stop by before departing for Kingsport do you want me to pass along a message yes that we're heading out in Get to us as soon as he can. That's all. Okay. I was going to see him over there myself. If he's so attending to his affairs, I don't better than to interrupt. Yeah, he's been quite a boon. I'm not sure if he told you exactly what happened, but I know he and I didn't get off on the right foot, but I'm glad he showed up when he did. Uh, I mean, you gave him the uh, slap of motivation to say that he needed at the time. <laughs> I wish I could take all the credit, but I think there's something special about Karina. Oh, I'm sure she seems lovely, and I'm happy to see him happy for once. So, let's just hope we can keep me that way. Hope. Pretty strong. You're going to need a hell of a lot of it to deal with what you have coming up. All of you. Well, there's not much choice, is there? So. <laughs> no, there isn't. But should we be able to lend you some assistance, we'll do what we can, when we can. Protect the ruins, do what you must, and See you as soon as I can. Take care of yourself. Yeah, I sent my arm out. 
solidarity and I'd make my way back for the others. He shakes, he shakes and bows his head to you in a respectful manner and recedes back into the house to take care of the little house sitting as he was. And I make my way back to the end. As you, you know, were... I said I would meet the magistrate. So okay. I wait. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, okay. yeah, I got I, I, I was hoping to do the comical thing. You come in, and miraculously, half an hour has gone by, and Valak is still eating. Now, um, <laughs> you head over to the fly by night. It's not difficult yeah. to find. You get onto the ship effortlessly and await for the rest of your companions. Valak, Oberon, Darnum, what are you gentlemen doing? Like, how much more time has passed? I would point? say, I would say about 20 minutes or so. So I'll, yeah, I'll give it another 20 minutes. I'm like, all right, I think now it's a terrific time. We should uh, make our way to the fly by night and uh, we'll get ourselves, we get ourselves situated and we'll get, we'll, we can get some more food and we'll be able to plan our next moves accordingly. And so you all leave to go to the fly by night. You find it easily. It's a giant floating ship in the middle of this town so it's not hard to spot there's only one other but you definitely know that that's not you know what the heavy torrent looks like and you know what the fly by night looks like and they look drastically different from one another <clears throat> so you board the fly by night where Mirthal is patiently waiting for all of you along with captain trevor all right gentlemen i think we've we've all are we all assembled yeah well uh you would first thing happen is that in the uh old tongue yeah, I'll say, uh, yeah, Ethereal going to be in there. He still has him last minute things to do. Is he, he going to be able to get to Kingsport relatively quickly? If he can, I'll go come back for him and bow him there and back. I see. Okay. Shouldn't take too long, then. No. So are you gentlemen ready to depart? As a matter of fact, we are. All yes. right, let's get this pony show on the road. So... Captain, Captain. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> Trevor winds up going to the <clears throat> back of the ship, and he speaks with an individual who, Oberon, give me, just give me a D20 roll. Uh, that is an eight. An eight? You don't quite remember this individual's name. It begins with an S, but you don't remember the name itself, and you know that this individual is the navigator of the fly-by-night. They exchange some words. The navigator nods his head, heads off, and the ship begins to depart. Um, it's going to be about a two-hour trip from Great Ocalo to Kingsport. Is there anything in this time that you would like to do anything? What was Oberon's position on the ship when he was here? You were just like a ship hand, random ship hand. You, stay, you didn't stay on long. You were on literally no. just from... Uh, Kingsport to uh, Drakenheim. That was literally it. Okay. Uh, Oberon's going to be like, hey, um, nice seeing you again, Captain. Um, been a while. I uh, actually don't want to, like... He looks I, at you for I a second. Mind. He's like, I, I, I saw you last night. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm still getting used to the talking. Um, hey, do you have anything I could do and help out? Uh... No, not right now. I, I do appreciate your gumption, but no, just uh, enjoy the ride and uh, enjoy what solace there is in this solitude in the skies. I have some things I must attend to. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I saw you talking to um, the navigator. Um, Stern. Stern, thank you. Oh, awesome. Um, 
maybe hopefully like I could just like drop by and say hi. You know how much I love maps. Absolutely. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I would love to say yes, but I don't speak on the behalf of my crew. Absolutely They're, not. So Stern would have to give you the okay. He seems to be in a good mood today. I think he uh, had fun at that wedding. So he's in light moods. Oh, awesome. Well, I, I'll let you do your thing. Thank you so much. Um, safe travel. Safe journey. <laughs> I hope so for our sakes. And, and you got, <laughs> as he's leaving, he's just like, we, you got Valak on the boat. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes off. Uh, Valak, Mirthal, Darnum, uh, is there anything you guys would like to do during this two-hour um, trip? Valak? Yeah, um... Oh, no, sorry. I was just going to say, Valak, forgetting that because he thinks he's on a ship, he's on duty, he's like, uh, me go <laughs> me, me go on duty, find stowaways, and throw them off. No, no, you, you don't really have to. And he left already. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more like he says it, but Valak's already turned and walked off as he's trying to, trying to win you No, you don't really need to. Okay. <laughs> I feel so bad for Darnum. He's like trying to keep everyone corralled and like it's just a it's just a madhouse. It's like a sheepdog that just cannot control his sheep. Right? Yeah. Okay. Marathal, Darnum, what is it that you would like to do in these uh two hours? Well Darnum. I know you know about uh, a lot that Calgary would happen. Can you tell me more about this dragon? Do you have any idea why he wants it? Not entirely sure as to the exact nature of what of what the of what the what this dragon can do, but I do know for a fact that an elder dragon is key in defeating Calgrim. I do not this, this elder dragon does seem to be a, a key component in defeating Calgrim. Perhaps once we get once we travel north and find him, I, he might be able to um, better explain it. Better explain it than I could. Okay. Well, let's hope so. And uh, I'll continuously pester you for all the information that we learned just to try and get it all in my head. Uh, certainly. I'll, I'll be happy to help. That's what I do for the two hours. I'm pretty sure it's going to take more than that. Memorize everything. So I will say I can just, I'll just educate him on what I know about the, about the Northern Islands that, that I travel to. Okay. Where... So he went. You find out that he managed to get safe passage to the Kiasi lands, which he informs you as well that it's not an easy task because the Kiasi are very much, if you want to think of it in terms of Wakanda, right? They don't like outsiders, but they're a little bit more um, capital punishment when it comes to finding them. But <clears throat> through persuasion, through some decent persuasion, he was given the chance to either be executed then and there as a spy or um, have judgment bestowed upon him in a place called where eternal lie. There he got into a conversation with a behemoth of a being. We're talking its wingspan was its one wing was literally the size of, I would say what K2. So it's a huge being and that the mountain itself was actually its wing and it had been sedentary for so long the earth just built up around it and created this mountain range. And so the mountain range was literally its four wings. It spoke with Darnum, informed Darnum of uh, the Lorehold, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And that's where Darnum procured information with some Kiasi guards about Calgrim, his lieutenants, and the 
way of defeating uh, Calgrim, which would be to seal Calgrim into this relic. I have to pull up the notes, but inside this relic made of Ethereum, but it has to be forged in Ethereum for a millennia in the breath of an Eternal Dragon. And that's the reason why Calgrim wants to kill an Eternal Dragon because they are very rare, one, and also they're very hard to kill. Um, and in doing so, it would damper the plans to putting him away. All right, Mirathal processes all that. Well, we definitely all work out for us. Uh, we, if we do nothing if that is complicated as possible. Uh, quick question, Darnum. Would you have told him about the statue, one of the statues that you saw there? Of uh, the one of um, of Ankar, right? Yes. You know what? That's a good. Yeah, I feel like I. I yeah, I forgot to do that last session because I would have brought that up to Ankar when it while we were at the wedding. But yeah, I'll bring it up. I would he would have brought it up to Mirathal since we're heading back to Kingsport. Okay. Uh you would okay, so he would have also brought up to you the fact that there is a statue in the Kiasi homelands that looks remarkably like Ankar, but that statue was very old, we'll just say. Um older huh. than possibly what Ankar says he is. But yeah. Uh it's that's true. it. <clears throat> Did it say anything on it? Uh, not to my recollection. It referred to Ankar as Ankar Peacemaker. Oh, okay. Yes. So then, does yes, that, it referred to him as the Peacemaker. Does that sound like anything we ever heard about Ankar? I remember he had a no. few titles. You know, you've known him as just the Siegebreaker. Ankar Siegebreaker. Okay. That's it. Interesting. Huh. Maybe we'll set our life. Well, because Darn did learn that Ankar was there when Calgon was sealed originally. Or yes. at least mm -hmm. he has the at least the name Ankar was there. So someone named Ankar was there when Calgon was originally sealed. From my understanding, he knows uh, Calgon pretty well in that battle. And he also been there to receive a night uh, Oberon. I haven't talked to him about it yet. Well, it wouldn't surprise me that he has yet another title or accolade to his name. I, I certainly have enough of my own, so Peacemaker would is wouldn't certainly would certainly be that much of a stretch. No, it wouldn't be. It doesn't have to sound like him. Is that it for you, gentlemen? Yes. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Darnum, is there anything you'd like to do for the rest of these two hours? After you converse with Mirthal? Is any is there any uh quick uh medical work I can I can find myself doing if anyone's uh in need of any medical assistance or no. give me give first off, give me a medicine roll. Oh first give me a D one hundred roll, then a medicine roll. Uh Obron, is there anything you would like to do during this two hours? Because you spoke with uh the captain. Is there anything you'd like to do? Because that didn't take long. Yeah, he's gonna go and check out on Stern. Okay. What did you roll, Darnum? I rolled a one. On the D100 roll, Ooh. but I also rolled a 21 on the medicine. You find a handful of people that are suffering from uh, sky sickness. It's basically, you know, traveling by, you know, it's like seasickness, but instead for an airship. You're able to soothe them and actually provide them with some comfort. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, I mean for everybody. Yeah, pretty much. And for your efforts, they each give you 15 gold. Nice. So give yourself, I would say... A handful of people, six people, we'll say, were not feeling too well. Six by 15, 30 by 30, 90 gold. 
Oberon, <clears throat> you're going to be looking for Stern. Takes a few minutes, but you see the navigator. He's looking over a bunch of sky maps while he's also trying to highlight certain areas, right, with different colored uh, writing utensils. And you can quickly surmise that the colors signify not necessarily the danger zones, but creature types that are avian life that exists within these areas. He's just going to look and be like, point towards the closest one. Is that the thing you said last time, the rock? He looks at you and gives you a bewildered look. What language are you speaking? Well, he would have probably spoken to him because he's the navigator. So what languages does he speak? Hopefully, <laughs> he speaks one of the many that he speaks. You're good with Elder Tongue. Yes. So. I don't recall you. Who are you? Remember the guy? Well, I am. Hi, it's Oberon. Pleasure to meet you. I'm the map maker that took liking to your navigation. And you were, and then he shows him the map um, that he's been given. And pretty much Oberon doesn't know how to fly a ship, but he likes the whole navigation because it involves a map. So he's probably been trying to like understand a little bit how navigation works versus being on the ground. I am deeply sorry, but I don't remember you. That absolutely fine. I didn't mean to take any of your time. I just wanted to say hi. You've always been pretty cool, and I like how you use the map. I'm still trying to learn and figure out the air and stuff, you know. Well, if it's flying that you're interested in, you might want to speak with the captain. I just plot out the route. He's the one that actually brings us to where we need to be going. That's what I'm interested in. In flying or plotting out the route? Plotting out the route. Ah, then you don't have to go anywhere. Here, assist me. Make yourself useful. Chip, chip. Um, give me a d20 and add your charisma to it. <laughs> Get ready for this. Charisma, not negative now, but I rolled a one, so it's a three. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Look, I wasn't fucking crazy. around when I said I don't know anything about navigating the air. It takes a while for him to warm up to you. And even by the time you're done traveling to Kingsport, he still hasn't fully warmed up to you. He goes from being an ice cube to possibly being like, you know, cold pasta. If that's a, yeah. So I love cold pasta. I mean, with a few more interactions, you might actually, he might start taking a liking to you, but you do start learning a little bit more about navigation. So tick off just a little bit. Give me one tick into navigation. So you're not proficient in it yet, but unless you already have proficiency, but you are getting better at navigating. Gotcha. Yeah. Particularly when it comes to navigating the skies. Is that it for everyone? Uh, yes. Okay. You guys arrive in the port at Kingsport. Um, the fly-by-night docks. Lawson kicks over the what passes as a gangplank of some kind and ushers you guys across it. <clears throat> I will be waiting here if uh, you should ever need me. Ankar and I spoke briefly, ever so briefly last night, and I am at your disposal for now. Much appreciated, Captain. Yep, my pleasure. It was uh, good meeting all of you. Yeah, uh, wish it was under better circumstances, but mm, you're here. You're safe. Hopefully, none of you die. Uh, take care. And looking at the side of the ship, is the name of the ship in the front or the back? It's in the front. So the way that it's docked in, 
it's you wouldn't be able to see it from where you are, but you did get a glimpse of the name when you were, you know, when you first boarded it, as well as uh, when you were going up it to in uh, Great Ocala as well. What's the name again? The Fly by Night. All right, Captain Captain Lawson, Stern, all of you that don't understand me speaking right now, have a wonderful day. <laughs> it just turns around. You see, they're all waving. Some of them are waving awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oberon departs. Valak, you depart. Yep. Mirthal? I depart as well. And Darnum, I'm assuming you depart as well. Oh, yes. And you begin to make your way back towards Angkar's place, I'm assuming. Unless Correct. there's... Okay. I need you all to roll a d100 for me. Uh-oh. Should we be concerned? No. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Depends on your answers. Solve these riddles, three. Well, there's four of you, so it's, it's going to be four. No. <laughs> one of us is telling the truth, but the other one always lies. Just punch him. That, that's that's about uh, answer. Just punch him. 35. 35. 24. 70. Huh? Okay. 89. Okay, two very high and two not so high. <clears throat> You're about a mile into the walk when you hear someone giving chase to you. Uh, excuse me, I excuse me. You wouldn't happen to be Angkar's little party, would you? Oh, yeah, we we that. Acid. He's speaking in Elder Tongue, by the way. Okay, so then Darn doesn't acid. know what he's talking about, so he's he's in Lichnov. He's in Elder Tongue. I have no idea. If he comes near me, though, I might punch him. So it'd be up to Oberon to let us know that someone's calling calling out to us. And Mirthal. Well, Darnum. Uh, oh wait, yeah. So what do you gentlemen do, Mirthal, Oberon? Do you? Yeah, no, o Oberon go and Draconic just says, "Hey guys," because oh, oh. oh. he knows that both of them understand Draconic. And as you turn around, Darnum, you see a Eldican gentleman, about seven feet tall, uh, dressed in what looks like. The best way I could some best way I could summarize it, it looks almost like Prince of Persia garb from the Prince of Persia game with um, who was it? Was it Nathan Fillion or was it uh, Nolan North? Wait, uh, the game? Yeah, the game. I, wait, was that Nolan North? The not the 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 last remake, right? The last remake, the one yeah. not not the Sands of Time one. Yeah, he's dressed yeah. in similar garb like that. Gotcha. Yeah, um, with a one clawed gauntlet on his left hand. And uh, he's have he has like a reddish blue sash around his neck. Um, his hair is black instead of uh, brown, and it's windswept. And it's about I would say medium length. It just grazes above the shoulder. And he starts speaking in common. <clears throat> um, your uh, Ankar's group again. Who are you? Oh, I, that I apologize. Sorry, I am Zizix. Uh, Darnum, I need you to give me a history roll, and the score to beat is 21. <sighs> okay. I'm a friend of Angkar. We go back a ways. I've actually saved his life more than one occasion. Ha-ha! <laughs> 17 plus 10, 27. Oh. Hey. Right, I've got to send you secrets. Oh, okay, so I'll let Mirathal talk a bit while Darnum, well, Darnum does the thing where he, quickly, where he quickly uncovers exactly how do I know this dude. Huh. I see. Uh, so I'll be sending it to you on Discord, by the way. All right. Is this something I can help you with? Uh, I'm 
in need of assistance. My current employment keeps me a little bit preoccupied, and I actually need some strong, able-bodied ventures to procure a relic of sorts from a dwarvish lorehold. I would do it myself, but I don't have the time. Okay, what's what's in it for us? Lots and lots of money. Darnum, where is it? Is that worth it? Where is our hole number one and number two? How do I have crutch? How soon do you need us to do this? Sooner the better, you see. This relic is key for me returning home. Without it, I'm a bit stuck here, and I don't wish to be here any longer than I already am. What's this relic do? Well, this relic allows me to open up a gate of sorts and traverse back home, as I stated. Where's your home at? What realm? My home is somewhere not easily accessible. It's uh, a bevelo. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Marathon, where's a bevelo? I don't know, to be honest. <sighs> Is that one of the, uh, is that one of the ropes? Oh, Lord, no, no, no. Uh, a bevelo is, um, a little pocket getaway, as it were. It hasn't been touched. It was spared the brutality of the grand concomitants. And what kind of relic would this be? It's a sphere, a red sphere, um... I would mention the name of it. It's the orb of this individual, but <clears throat> superstition says that this individual, should his name be uttered, he would bring a swift but most painful death upon you. Like, without him mentioning the name, is, can, can Donald take a good guess as exactly who he's talking about? Mm. <laughs> Give me a history roll with disadvantage, because this is some <laughs> obscure shit. I can't say anything. <laughs> I got a 19, but you said disadvantage. Yes, sir. No! What'd you get? Well, it's a, well, it's a 12, so it's 22 total, but still. I, okay. It was way better. What that affords you is you've heard of beings in the past who have names that if they're uttered, usually it's like in some way summoning them, right? But you've right. never heard a being that would just swiftly kill someone. We kind of met someone that says, would you kindly die? Not that far fetched. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't painful though. That was just a quick, oop, you're gone. Um, I try to think for Oberon, by the way. No, you, none of you got, the only one who would have any chance of knowing would be Darnum. Only because I spent three months learning everything I could. <laughs> yes, yes. You actually went into a lore hold. So yes, you found lots of knowledge. A Bevelo? You've heard stories of a Bevelo, but Always like Aesop fables. You've heard stories of a Bevelo about the the playings of Lang. You've heard nightmarish tales of just caverns that seem to have no end. <clears throat> Mountains occupied by terrors that would steal mis uh disobeying uh Stoneborn. You know, these were all stories to keep kids in check growing up, all associated with a Bevelo. And that a Bevelo itself has occupants that have never graced uh, Idilla or the Nine Realms that it eventually became. So, Oberon goes, oh, um, your name is... My name is Zizix. 
physics. Oh, yes. okay. Oh, and you. Oh, okay. And you, you need strong bodies and everything. Oh, quick question, um, Mike. Yes. I forgot. What is the name of the person that we let out? And the other one, I think, is called Murph. Calgrim um, is the guy you let out, and Murph is a, one of Calgrim's basically lackeys. And we heard that he used to be the brother, the mayor of Hope Point. Point Bay, exactly. Point Bay. The, the tragedy that befell Hope Point Bay. Okay. Uh, Oberon just like looking at him. He's like, do you work for Sil um, Calgrim or Murph? Who? Do I believe him? Wait, oh, do you believe him? Yeah. <laughs> okay, if you believe him, you believe him. No, 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 I'm asking. Does Oberon believe when he says who, if he's playing it off, or is he trying to hide it? Give me an insight roll. This is going to be a really tough tr dice to make, uh, DC. Wait, hold on. Before you roll, can you reach a DC with your with a uh, insight? Can you reach a 28? Uh, yeah, it uh, requires a natural 20, but I did not roll it. Okay. He seems on the level. Okay. Um... Excuse me. Uh, yes. So you say you're in need of this relic. How quickly do you need this relic? Uh, the sooner the better. I'm looking to depart from this realm, and I want to go home. I spent far too much time here. And Understand understandable. To be quite honest, this place bores me. I can uh, I can see. I can definitely see that. It's not not <laughs> exactly a, not exactly my cup of tea either. But uh, are you staying somewhere? Where where are you? Where are you where are you staying currently? Uh, you can find me a little ways down there. There's a small little inn. Um, it doesn't have a name. You'll know it, though, because it has a... And he describes to you what looks like a spherical object, almost like an eclipse, right? And the eclipse that's black has, like, like, cra like it's almost like supposed to be imitating, like, a pictorial of Idilla being sundered, essentially. I see. Well, in that case, I believe it might be best if you just allow us to allow us to make to get our lodgings, and we can reconvene with you at this rather notable inn that has no name, and we can discuss we can discuss the details of, of recovering this well, this recovering this relic for you. Oh, and if the music stops playing, you've gone too far. That's a that's an important safety um, tip. And he looks and he looks and he like, he looks he look he turns his back to you, <laughs> Zizix, and looks at everyone else. It's like. Keep that in mind. In case the music starts playing, we've gone too far. Is there food there? I would imagine so. Can I do a roll? What type of roll? I want to do like a perception roll on this guy to see if he's like legit. Because he sounds sus. That's insight. You can give me an insight roll. Like I said, you're going to have to... Can you, can you beat a 28? Or match a 28? Let me see. What's my insight? Never mind. <laughs> Who wants to help me? <laughs> Who wants to help okay. me? Okay. <laughs> so, so Tarnum, what are you doing? So I'm just like, so I'm trying to lead everyone away to, just so we can make our way. Um, by the way, tell Enkaz Zik says hello. I'll be sure to do so. And and you, and Tarnum will give him like a look like I like, I don't get it. But DM, I need to I, like on all this like. Um, Full disclosure, he's got to roll a deception check to try and play it off like he doesn't know why he's saying that. Can you match a 28 or higher? Oh, no, I have a negative one in my, in my deception. So. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not for deception, for insight. For insight? Ooh, hang yeah. on a second. That's a good question. Insight, I have a plus eight, so I would have to roll a natural 20 to pull this off. You can try if you'd like, sir. 
Mumba Sean. Make make up for all them dice. You know what? I'll try my new I'll try this new die that I got that I got in the mail. Let's see if this works. Well, a twenty did show up because I rolled a twelve. Oh, sorry. No. Uh, but give me a deception roll then. Oh wait, what was I rolling just now then? Uh, that was for insight. That oh. was to see. I was trying to see if you would be able to read him. Okay, so yeah, that deception roll that I definitely won't get. <laughs> it doesn't have to be twenty-eight. It doesn't have to be twenty-eight. Oh, sweet. Okay, that's good because I got an eighteen. Okay, <clears throat> that's. Okay, he, as you, do you look over your shoulder as you're leaving? I'll, I'll do the thing where I try to make try to make it not noticeable that I look down, looking over my shoulder. So I'll be looking, I'm looking towards, say, Oberon, but really my eyes are trying to focus back on where the dude is. He looks at you, your eyes meet for just a second, and you just hear his voice in your head. You're a clever one. You know that. And then he turns around and walks away. All right, um, so he'll just, he'll just say, he'll say it to, he'll just, say, he'll just keep speaking in Draconic, just... All right, now everyone, let's just uh, let's take the long way around to get back to Ankar's place if you don't mind. I wrapped two of you, Mallet over there, and then uh, I would tell Mallet to wait you there. I would say all three of you. If, if, you, if you're learning a zone in advance, I would say take Oberon and Valak first and just let you find my way. All right. Um, actually, uh, uh, I'll do that. Yeah, bro, bro, brother, last time was throwing up. Were you? Yeah. Yeah. He threw up on his shoe on Oberon's boot. Yeah, um... <laughs> I don't remember about it with you. Do you sure that was a child room teleported you? That made you throw up? No, it wasn't that. It was when he tr was transported in uh, into the between. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is a different feeling, my friend. It's not that. You know what? We, we gotta talk about something real quick, though. What's that? That guy is very suspicious. Well, that's why we're not going to show our way to Edgar's house and we'll just ask Edgar about I, him ourselves. I just thought about something, though. And that is? We, we go get that orb that he said, whatever it is. Uh-huh. But we never give it to him. We take it. I, I'll, I'll explain why that might, be a, that might be a bad idea, but... Once we get, once we get, once we get there, we'll, I'll, I'll explain further. I don't feel comfortable. As you see, Darm just looking around, just, as if he's, um, he's like somebody, like, I don't feel too comfortable speaking out in the open. By the way, Valley. Don't, I'm just, don't be afraid. You're not afraid of anything, are you? Come on, give me the hair real fast. Darnum, I protect you, me muscle. Don't worry, okay? No, it's, it's not so much, it's not so much us that we're worried about. You, you don't have to. You don't have to keep. I shake my head. Yeah, I'm sitting at egg cars. I about out. The hell with it. So, so rather than take anyone, you just took yourself. Yep. You know, they're not coming. To, yeah, I'm not with this. One this star on this Uber fucking driver. One star. <laughs> now the Uber tears to the ride for y'all. He said, "F this." <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna. So Darnum's gonna have to zig lead. Just lead, lead. Who, if anyone's following or tra or like trailing us, just you know, be on the safe side. Just, just zigzag around to make sure we get to Ankar's. And once I'm bounded to Ankar's, I will let him know the rest of the coming. I I walked there myself. Darnum, you didn't notice this before, but after he departed, you just started hearing this strange eldritch music. Um, it harmonies that and discordant sounds that shouldn't work but they do and defy all music theory that you are aware of but as you go
go further and further away, the music begins to diminish until it's fully gone. That's gonna be that's gonna be disconcerting. Did anyone else, do I know if anyone else is hearing the music, or is it just me reacting to this? You're the only one who's heard it. I so. see. So yeah, pretty much. This is pretty much the old. Did anyone else? Hear, does anyone else hear that? Hear what? It's like if someone. It's like someone. If someone took a couple of, a couple of acoustic guitars and just kind of, kind of just raked their fingers over, the, raked their fingers over the strings over and over again. Oh God! You talking about you talk about a shitty band from Wedding? Oh God! It's not too far off. There's no one around playing. All you see is the hustle and bustle of uh, Kingsport around about nine o'clock in the morning because you guys got up early, so it's about nine o'clock right now. Eyes starting them up and down like severely, like just straight, like. You drunk? What? You you been drinking? You been hitting that pipe? Did you not eat enough food? This is what happens. I told you you should eat. But we did eat on on the ship once we were, once we got Valakate the entire. Obviously not enough. You're hearing things. Come on. You know what? Maybe we should have a drink when we get there. I I got it. Wait, darn up hungry? Oh, good time. No, yeah. No. All right, let's go no. eat. Yeah, let's go. Let's get to Ankar's place. So we can we can. He has he has quite the quite the buff quite the delectable menu. You ever? Wait, have you both eaten at at uh, Ankar's at Ankar's home? Oberon, I think, has. Yeah, Oberon <laughs> didn't trust his his magical plate. Gotcha. Okay. He says this place is sus, and he took out a ration. Gotcha. <laughs> well, follow me. I'll just quickly speed up, speed, walk faster to make sure they get there faster. Okay. Um, <laughs> no one's following you, but Darnum, as I said, the further you get away, the softer the music becomes until it's no longer audible. And you all arrive in front of Ankar's place. I'll uh, make sure to make make sure that we're that our presence is known before we attempt to try and enter. Um, Val could just knock on the door. As you knock on the door, you hear a click, and the door. I saw a couple plays. I heard people die this way. Oh well, he just walks in. Donna will enter in last, and then close the door behind him once everyone's inside. <laughs> once everyone's inside, you close the door easily, and on the right. Where you've been before is the feasting, is the dining room, and Ankar is sitting there patiently awaiting everyone's arrival. It's good to see you all. I'm glad Captain Lawson was able to bring you here. This bit about Calgrim. Oh yes, uh, we ran into Zizix on our way, on the way once we arrived. He's well, he's well aware of where we are right now. You all see a look on. Ankar's face, his eyes widen, and you've never seen a look of fear on his face ever, Darnum. And you've known him for quite a bit. Mirthal, you for the short time you've seen him, you didn't think maybe that he could is capable of feeling fear. And yeah, what is it that he wanted? Well, do we aside, all notice? Oh, Sorry to cut you off. I was gonna say oh, yeah. Mike, uh do we all notice his facial expression? Yes. Okay, I, I just want to clear. Okay. You you you've inflicted fear onto many people, so you know fear when you see it. So yeah, darn. Just, yes. And he just he just he just like does the most. Like, can can I sit down? By all means. I think. And then he just and the others, like follow, like looks for the others to follow his lead. And just take a seat somewhere. So yep. this is gonna be a discussion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just uh, I thought. Um. Darnum, you scare him with that name. I told you that person sus. Oh, no, I knew for a fact Zizix is uh, Calgrim's second-in-command. He's much Wait. more than just his second-in-command. He wields his largest army. Oh. And if he's here, they're here. <sighs> so this is a bit worse than we thought. 
you tell him about what he wants us to do? No, I'm more than certain it's either it's either a trap for us or at least something to keep us out of the way while he deals with where he attempts to, and emotions towards aren't to deal with you. Peace, peacemaker. Why did you call me that? It's a name that seems to be a bit more traveled than I think any of us have ever cared to. Uh... Well, then again, Seasbreaker is a much a much nicer sounding name, isn't it? We'll have to have a little talk later, Donham. I believe so. But in the meantime, there are more pressing matters. Zizix being here, what did he want? Well, he uh, called us out in the middle of the street and decided to uh, offer us a job, procuring, some, procuring an orb of someone who must not be named within, Abel within Abelard. As you say this, Ankar starts scrawling a piece of paper and passes it to each of you. Albron is looking. Does he see any of the aspects that he has met? No, there are no aspects. The only other person in this room is um, Ankar and one of his housemates or servants. We all see the name. Uh, yes, I am about to send it to you gentlemen. I oh, already God, know what it is. <laughs> That's a lot of words. Uh, you don't know how to pronounce it, so that's a good thing. Um, but yes. <clears throat> wait, wait, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean try. Did you actually <laughs> just say that? Valik is also trying to pronounce it. Hold on, that. hold on. Did you actually <laughs> say that, Oberon? Yeah. Oh come on! <laughs> wait, now you now 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 say no, no, no. because you may have slipped. <laughs> oh, Remember. I have to ask this. I'm not going to be honest. No, Oberon is, he can read the room. Old Oberon wouldn't be able to. I just wanted to say it so the podcast could listen to it like no one was ready. Yeah, it's pronounced. Even the even the villain told us not to say this, and Darnum repeated that instruction. So I still. Oberon got it. He's not going to do it. Cesar, on the other hand, fuck yeah, I'm going to do it. The name is pronounced Memnembota. Bato. Sorry. And then and then Mike just disappears. Yeah, and I just vanished. And you're gone. Um, <sighs> that <laughs> is the item he is looking for. Valak will start to sound it out because he also forgets that member. I would say if, if Valak starts sounding, he's uh, Darn would reach over to snatch the paper out of his hand. Give okay. Um Okay. First, no. Give me, There's okay. something that Oberon would want to do as soon as he, uh, yeah, this is something. Yeah, he would. Do oh, okay. um, Oberon's gonna um, look at his brother. Yeah. He goes, sorry, um, and then he something out of nowhere is gonna attempt to hit brother real quick. It's just a simple attack roll. Okay, give me an attack roll, but JB, I need you to give me a D100 roll. Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can tell me. Do you want high to be good or low to be good? Shit. I'm letting you decide on this one. <laughs> um, wait. High. So it's good either low or high. Um, you your choice. Hit one, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be low because my roll is not that great sometimes. You want your low to be good? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Watch. She rolls a hundred. Oh my God. So <laughs> only time like I like get a natural hundred. I'm like God, fucking damn it. Oh God. Oh God, Ernie. Oh, I'm waiting here. Oh God. man. Please don't fuck me this time. I don't need a natural hundred. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what did you roll? What did you roll? Please hold on, tell hold me. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you roll? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What did you roll? Come on, Valak. I yeah, think say it got 85. Valak, what did you roll? Uh, Come on. Uh, huh? A 97. Oh, oh shit! As Darnum, you try to reach for the paper. You try to reach for the paper, Darnum. Um, yeah, Darnum, you try to reach for the paper. Uh, Oberon, you try to punch him, to interrupt him. But he says, Memnembato. And the lights that are in this room go off. And when they come back on, there is a tall, we're talking at least 13 foot tall individual wreathed in nothing but red cloth that is ever oh. flowing as though there's a wind in here. He's this fucking slender man. <laughs> and he just stands behind you, Malik. Wait, just me? And rests, just behind you, rests his cold spindle-like fingers onto your shoulders and squeezes. All of you see this, by the way. Uh, and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I love to say. Um, um, Valak is... Um, so this is the second time that Valak feels fear. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, this is only person that would know this is Darnum from the the from our from our campaign pr perspective, but Valak starts <laughs> having like flashbacks of when um, Emrakul invaded his mind and took him over, because that's kind of what what he thinks how it feels and it's happening, but that's in his mind. That's just for just effects. All right. Uh, so is there... <laughs> Mirathol immediately holds a hand out and tries to cast a star monster on the creature. Before any of this, as soon as that thing appear, Oberon vanished and he rolled it to get towards um the owner of the house. Ankar? <laughs> yes. Okay. So you roll to Ankar. What are you casting? Star monster. You cast Star the spell monster. and nor yeah. effortlessly, and normally where it would, you actually see the air ripple around him and just shatters. You actually physically see your spell shatter and fall into what looks like little shards of arcane. Um, oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh... He looks at you for a moment, Mirthal, raises one hand and this just points at you. Um... You all see this crimson crown of thorns just rest itself on Mirthal's head. This is gonna hurt. Oh, oh man, man, I love this shit. <laughs> I love you, Valak, you my boy. I'm kind of glad this train Brother, I will now. avenge you. <laughs> it's just like how it was before. You will avenge me, I will avenge you. We got this. <laughs> but, Hold on. But, but the thing is, he, he did it. You can't avenge him when the, when the dude did it to himself. 
I'll avenge you, Valak, by going after Valak right now. It's all about family, all right? <laughs> well, I, I, I was trying to be the family right now, uh, Valak. So, uh, let's see what happens with the power family. So, <laughs> I need you to also give me a wisdom saving throw, Mirthal? Yes, sir. Yeah, I have advantage for those, mm -hmm. so... So you take 30 points of psychic right, damage. Yes. 30 points of psychic Oh, sorry, 36 okay. points of psychic damage. Sorry. All right, that's so that's a, that's a 22 wisdom save. There is a moment where you're... And you said 22, right? 20... Or was it 32? No, I didn't say anything. Oh, 36 was the damage. 36. Okay. Uh, you said 22 was your uh, save, right? Yes, sir. You all see this crimson crown just get bestowed upon Mirthal's head, and there's a moment where you see his eyes well with tears. As Mirthal, there's a brief moment where you think you hear her voice, and then you also hear... Oh, we lost someone. Who did we lose? Oh, we lost, oh, no. we lost Oberon. Hold on. We'll wait for him to okay. come back. It would have been more fitting if we actually lost Valak. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all connected. It's all connected. All right. Um, oh, here we go. He's back. All right, perfect. Um, so, Mirthal, you hear her voice, and you also hear the night of what happened that night to her, and it just plays on in your head over and over and then just slowly goes away, and then the crown itself disappears as though it were never there. Have I seen the room normal? The room's normal. The room, <clears throat> the, the room's normal. The room's normal. Okay. You succeeded, you... so if you failed, you would have started seeing actual hallucinations. So I would kill everybody in the room or something, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, the creature, I just give up hope. I just drop to my knees. Do you say anything? He didn't mean it. Go away. And that's what I say. Darnum? Yeah, Darnum's gonna just, like, just rush up. Since he can't grab the paper, he's like, this pretty much just trying to, like, just trying to beg, trying to beg whatever this off. Trying to, like, wait, 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 stop! I don't, I don't know what you plan to do with, to do with our friend here, but clearly, clearly uh, mistakes have been made. We can no no one's gonna try and stop you, but you just there's no need to proceed any further. You see, with that free arm, it wraps its arm around Valak's neck and squeezes ever so tightly, as if it were embracing him in a hug. Um, you'll see, Darn do that do that reflexive twitch to try and lunge forward, but then and kind of stop himself if he's like if it's yeah. I would like to do something, Mike, if I can. <laughs> <laughs> you may certainly try. It's not going to be easy. I know. You just summoned the granddaddy of beings. So I love I this shit. Once, the one time you roll high. God fucking damn it! <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I thought I was like, oh, that's a seven, and I looked, and I was like, no, that's a nine. I have a zero. question. Hold on, let, let Oberon. I'll I'll let you ask your question. Let Valak do his thing first, and then we'll go to you. Um, Valak, what do you want to try to do? So Valak being terrified and angry at the same time mm -hmm. is he's angry because he doesn't want to be shown fear again especially mm -hmm. in front of his friends but he's also fearful because he knows that this is not a he can just tell her right, this is not a normal this is not a normal enemy in 
So now Valak, very conflicted now again, um, doesn't know what to do, starts and um, impulse transformation. Okay, you can definitely transform. It doesn't he's, free you, but you can transform. Yeah. Like I said, he, yeah, he doesn't know. He's just trying. And this is ha- you... this is happening like he's not doing this. How I say, he's not willing. He's not choosing to do this. This is happening out of um, the PTS. Yeah, PTSD. The, P- the PTSD yeah. and the fear. He starts to Which... transform into his full um, werewolf like in form. Yeah, if none of you have seen his form before, you see Valak's like in form. And some of you might be the first time. I know Marathal, you saw a glimpse of it. Um, yeah. Your oh shit, this guy hugs people and makes them furry. He gets really big. <laughs> <laughs> That's over on his head right oh, now. No, this, you... this one's a hairy and sticky. This is terrifying. He gets really Valley. big and like he's remember he's ten foot now. Uh oh. and he oh, you all see this as Valak gets bigger, this being adjusts his size as well. Uh... And he whispers into your ear, Valak. Stage whisper, by the way. Um, if you guys want to try to uh, pick this up. Give me perception rolls. Sure. Um, and Obron will go um, to you in a second. Um, I'll be happy to hear his last words. Yeah, I'll, I'll try as well. You know not anything of fear. That'd be a dirty 20. Okay. Yeah, same here. What about you, Are you trying to listen in? Um, I'd like to hear what Pin has, Pinhead has to say. 17 <laughs> 20 was the 20 was the on the dot save dc he is you... thinking other things right now so it's not and i don't know if the effect of the person lets me understand what he's saying also. it 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 does it would it would it translates to everything okay, okay. um and also given the nature of this being that ernie knows language yeah. barriers do not matter to this creature um or this being i should say um, you pick up on what he just said, and as he says this, you all notice in the corner of a room, this black cloud erupts just out of nowhere and takes the shape of a human, and it opens what its eyes are, and it's just white. So it's a complete black cloud in the shape of a human with mm-hmm. white eyes. That is fear. Allow me to acquaint you with it. Say hi, Nyalotho. Obron, what do you want to do? All right, so kind of want to know, <laughs> is Astraeus in the room with us? No, Astraeus no. is not here. <laughs> if, if he was, he would have left us. He would have been, been like, this is me. what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. That's what where, where Ankar? Is he okay? Ankar is like as far on the other side of the room as possible. Like, he, he does not want... Yeah. Is following Ankar's lead, just so you are aware, Mike. Okay. I'm, um, uh, I'm gonna be real with you. Back pressed against the wall. <laughs> Mirasol starts moving away from this. There's nothing he to do. Darnum? Darnum would do the opposite of that and just kind of interpose himself in the path between between where this thing is leading Valak and whoever this mysterious smoke monster lady is. Yeah. <laughs> so Good luck. Um, Valak will say something a... if he can to the thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's well now. He can't talk because obviously he's a big werewolf now. But he's gonna tell, okay. talk to him in his mind. He's gonna say, um, "I, 
I have seen fear before. This is the same. Me think you worse. And then he will um, let out a huge howl. You let out your howl? Mm -hmm. Nothing happens to either beings. As you let out this howl, and all of you notice this too, this smoke, this being of smoke known as Nihilotho, black smoke with white eyes, just almost pulls a that typical horror movie thing where the ghost just goes from being one end of the room to the other end of the room, like in a flash, moves <laughs> right there in front of Valak, and you see it literally go into Valak. Uh... <laughs> Valak, I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. Um, the score to beat is going to be 25. Okay. Uh... Just, just before he rolls, there was something Oberon was going to okay, say. Okay, go ahead. Oh, wait. You can still say it. Uh, while all of this is happening and like everybody is, and he's understanding this internally and unconscious to him, he actually mouses like, Aresh, I'm kind of really scared. <laughs> As you say this, Aresh appears beside you, puts her hand on yours. Be calm. If he was to be killed, that would have done it already. <laughs> I'm trying to As think. He's doing a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Do I Is have this advantage? Where reveals he's a bard? Does it say advantage <laughs> on wisdom saving throws? I'm, I I knew I had advantage on something when it came to that. I'm trying to just take a quick peek without taking too much time. Let's see if I did. As this black smoke monster goes into this, it goes into brother. What are you responding with, Oberon? After Arresh tells you all this. Um, stay calm. Stay calm. Um, okay. Um, uh, Oberon is gonna only do the the one thing that gives him calm. He's gonna think of the time he spent with Vulcan, the time and all the training that he'd done for Arresh. And, um, I'm gonna to feel calm and protected. Okay. Um, it activates arms of astral self and it's triggering stillness uh, not stillness um visage of the astral self okay um which also for the sake of things Oberon's no longer wearing heavy armor um it's mostly like just simple cloths and kind of like a little bit of not first first but it's just more of like cloth itself um but the visage is covers Oberon's head and as it covers his head um, the hair that he usually has in a knot um, the band like snaps and his hair falls down in cascades and the visage of his face is the actual visage of just Aresh's face okay <clears throat> um... and the arms are dragon uh, draconic arms that are extending from his body Okay, uh, Valak what did you roll okay Uh, 18, um, plus, plus two. Mm. I tried. Is, does As anyone the... have any inspiration to dig and spare? help a brother out? As Nihilotho encompasses your every being, you, Valak, you're transported to a very familiar site. You're transported to Ravnica, but you see something strange in the sky. You see a moon that should not be there. Because you know that moon exists elsewhere, but yet it's here. And then you just see along its surface a hairline crack just getting bigger. And you begin to see it spread. And you see the tendrils of you-know-who 
begin to peek out. And as they begin to peek out, you're snapped back into the room with everyone else. And Nyalotho, as well as this and other individual, are standing side by side. You are going to do something for me. All of you are going to do something for me. Lest you want your friend to be scattered across all of existence. Well, what do you all say? Oh, I, 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 I didn't think it was one of those situations where we get to speak up. He was gonna, I thought it was, yeah. you're going to tell us what we need to do, and you're just going to do it. <laughs> well, he's giving you the option to see if you want to condemn your friend to death. So, You know what? Balak's had a good point. All right, so then since Darnum is the only one who stood up, it's like, what would you, what would you ask of us? You. You've heard it before. I can smell its tune on you. That discordant symphony. Find it. A werewolf Valak will, um, will uh, push Darnum back. How you're not next to yeah. Darnum or anything? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, what am I yeah, here being? Am I here being? Still being held? Yes. Oh, never mind. I had no idea. Yeah. I, I thought that yeah, was I, done. I, no. You know, the ghost thing decided to decided to split the difference and just go to you instead of trying to make get make you come to it. So, so I would say basically just. You know, you know, you know of the being that asks for that, right? Oh, you, I know. And you know what he means to do with it. Come home and adorn my crimson court. And what purpose does he or Calgrim need for you to be a part of your court? Calgrim is nothing. He's but a pretender. False apotheosis and all. I care not about that flea, but the other one, the one who serves him, I care greatly for that one. Who's he referring to? Because I'm lost. Me, me, not over. No, he's referring to Zizix, the guy we met. Okay, yeah. so he's saying I, I, I'm a fan of Zizix, and Calgrim is the person that we released from the right. Okay. But this dude doesn't care about Calgrim at all. He doesn't care about Calgrim whatsoever. He actually talks to Cal. He, he's talking down to Calgrim or down about Calgrim. Yeah. Does Zizix know what you have? What you mean to have in store for him? He certainly does. Because that orb is his only way home. And if I get it for him and he leaves, what happens to the army he leads for Calgrim? They come home too. And Calgrim is left without an army. He's left without a sizable army. He still has many others, which you're well aware of. Being that he sucks to flee, if we help your friend home, would you help us smite this flee? No. How is Ankar taking this conversation? Oberon literally is looking at Ankar like, bruh. Ankar is sweating bullets. He's not saying anything. He is just terrified. <laughs> He's dumb scared right now. He's terrified of this being. He's not terrified of Calgrim, but he's terrified of this guy, which says something. Se Siege breaker my ass. <laughs> like, does, like, does, 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 like, remember how Darnum felt when he found out Calgrim was real? <laughs> I yeah. feel like this is what Ankar is feeling right now. Yeah. <laughs> I stand up. Obron is calm, and he has his. his I, I feel like, his, his, I feel like his, Obron, his, Obron is calm because he's to, he's drastically underestimating the situation. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Look at where we're brother. Brother ain't no bitch. Do what you must. That's kind of why he did what he did. He got tired of being, uh, being fearful. Look, we want to save our friend. We're going to help you regardless, but. If it really is nothing to you, why not sweeten the deal even more? Sure, did you have other interests here? 
I have only one interest, and that is Zizix. If you slay our friend, if we do not what? But if we slay him, we have no reason to really further help you. You're quite right, and I like your reasoning. But you need to remember something. I, yeah, I mean if we respect, I mean no disrespect here. I am not a being of reason. The thing you call reality, I can change at a whim. Petty aspects you serve, we're akin to them, in a manner of speaking. Isn't that right, Nyalotho? And you see the smoke form just takes the form of a head that nods, but doesn't say anything. So, condemn your friend, or do as I say. So be it, then. Eresh, um, Oberon's thinking, is this a wise course? <sighs> There's nothing I can do. We made a... Oh, we made a... Because mm-hmm. she was there right with you. She was holding your hand. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, I don't know if you let go overhand when you did your whole astral self. Oh, absolutely not. Okay. He's still holding on. We made a pact with these beings a long time ago. They do nothing to Idilla or its nine realms, and we do not interfere in any matters involving Abevalo and its occupants. Does that creature look when Arash says their name? This creature doesn't... You can't see its face. It's completely draped in red, like red cloth. Right? Well, I'm it's just seeing, like, does oh, the head, like, cock over? No, you something. don't. The thing is, because it's the, the cloths are ever-flowing, right? Even though there's, like, no breeze, you can't tell any movement. The only movement you've seen so far are these long, gangly arms with uh, very spindly-like fingers. Helping them, just from what I've seen, and, like, just I, like, he's having this conversation in his head mm-hmm. as he looks towards the owner of the house shedding bu- um, bullets. Probably it's not good for this world right <laughs> they're they're wake in this world i can only describe it as just unreal well i am smarter so wiser actually and calm unfortunately i will have to decline helping mirthal what is your decision darnum said yes i about it what what do you portray right now about it are you in fear? Or are you accepting your fate? Like, what's going on there? Valak is in his, Valak is in full uncontrolled um uh werewolf form because of his uh PTSD. He's trying he's trying to find reason within himself, but he can't. I remember you okay. were shown a very distinct image. <laughs> yeah. He does he's like his he's thinking about something he has to do now because of what he saw. A friend of mine would consider me a fool for this. He would say I should leave him to his fate that he had made. But I don't leave people to their fate. It's just leave this whole help your whim. That's something you shouldn't. will help you. So that's two to three. Valak can't speak because he's in werewolf mode. Uh, he's uncontrollable werewolf mode, I should say. I Israel jumps in through the window. Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker! No. Israel like, oh, you made the bed. <laughs> you see, Israel like... opens the door. <laughs> Literally, he looks at him <laughs> and then turns around and leaves. Says, nope. like, that's a no. That's a no from him. He's like, I've seen shit like this before, maybe, possibly. Um, yep. A wise decision on your part. He releases Valak, but before he does so, he rakes 
his claws or spindly, spiky fingers across Valak's chest. It doesn't leave a physical mark, but Valak, until you complete this quest with uh, for Zizix and this individual, you feel as if there is a mark there. Can anyone? Is it visible or no? No, it's not. They see the the claws go into you, but it doesn't cut any flesh. Okay. And then he retracts them. Your other friend would be wise not to earn our ire. He dissolves into the floor. And then Nyalotho follows. Am I still here, Mike? I just want to make sure. Yeah, you're still here. You're still here. Because they agreed. It was, I mean, if if Mirthal had said no, that would have been bad for Valak. Yeah. If you would have basically had any kind of resolve of accepting (laughs) the fate, I would have said no. (laughs) <laughs> um since Valak since now he doesn't he's not being controlled by uh that thing, um he charges out the house, breaking everything in his path okay. while he's howling. Uh, you're not the only one who charges out, but not out of the house, but into a study. Uh Ankar just heads to his study and you hear him flip over the bar globe and just start pouring himself a drink. Agar. And he takes the, a swig. Get your shit together right now. You don't understand. No, 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 no. look to Oberon. Oberon, if you're not going to help us get the orb, at least track it, track down your track down your brother before he hurts someone. Oh, Valley, he's howling. So in um the city of uh whatever uh Kingsport. Kingsport. Yeah, so he's outside. It's, it's, it's a Ravnican werewolf in Kingsport. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a ten foot werewolf. You don't understand, Mirtho. Your oh, friend is lucky he's still here. Trust me, I understand. But now everything again has been thrown into pure Fucking chaos. And much as I hate to agree with Astral, we're fucked. So what I need you to do is drown your drink. And man, the fuck up. He already did down his drink, and when you saw him down his drink, you saw his trembling hand actually stop trembling. Man up. Good. I'm happy I seen you found a resolve. Now, I know Oberon here doesn't want to help. Whatever you do to stall Calgrim, do it. While we take care of this, so that we can get back on track. And hopefully this doesn't happen again. Silver lining to all this. With Zizix uh. off the table, it does mean a large, substantial amount of Calgrim's men are gone. Yeah, but we haven't gone to a drawery lore hole, and God knows what's there waiting for us. I know where it is. Otherwise, they would go into it themselves. Where is it? To the south of Great Oak Hollow, southeast, there are a series of islands. Further south of them, there's one island. You'll find the lore hole there. Alright. Well, at least it's not that far. Hopefully this shouldn't go there quickly. Uh, it's strange, though. Time does not function similar there, similar to the garden. Oh, lovely. Yes. And do be careful. Uh, there are things that lurk there. No one has seen 
save for the wolves unfortunate enough to make it back. Well, see what we saw now. I don't know what do you imagine? Uh, I'll. I'm gonna take a trip north, and I'll speak to the Kiasi there. See what I can do. We're not on great terms, but Calgrim seems to be a unifier. Whether you're peacemaker, seasmaker, or whatever title you go by now, it's neither part. I'm gonna try it new mind. And let's put an end to this before it gets even worse. Yeah, yes, understood. Lawson will be ready by the time you need to depart. You best How do I reach you? And where are you gonna be? I'll be heading north to the Kiasi lands. It's best you don't follow. They don't like outsiders. Well, eventually we have a uh, same night internal dragon in there, so uh, try to make it where we uh, approach, shall you? Uh, I'll try to bring them to some understanding. Good. Uh, when this I'll is all happening, fast as I can. When this is all happening, Darnum, what are you doing? Did did, did Oberon actually go and try and help, try to help find Valak? <laughs> Um, so Valak is Aresh visible? Aresh is no longer there. Once yeah, once this individual gone. disappeared, Aresh disappeared. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, um, so Valak has entered the main city port of Kingsport. Yeah, I I'm well aware. I'm well um, aware where you are and what you're so trying. He's to in. Do. I'll just say you know so he's in full so rage. If, he's in full rage. Kill me. I would say if the moment if the, if the moment I see even the slightest hesitation, Oberon, you'll just see Darn with the look of disgust on his face, and he's just gonna bolt as fast as he can after after Valak. So when he mentioned the whole thing is like, because it's been like three seconds, like. You're seeing a full visage, just something that you've never seen before. And you're saying this in a calm manner. He just goes to follow where brother would have gone. Like he heard you and he just moved. They didn't seem like there was any malice or anything or hearing you. But there's no, but urge there's no urgency to this, right? No, there is. Like he's going. He's not. It's not like everybody's reacting but he's calm and as he's doing he's taking he took notice to what you're saying and he he does what you're saying but unlike all of you he is maintaining a calm composure to his to his resolve i am he is going to be going after brother is there any hesitation or do you just do it there's no hesitation. Okay. He's following, but he's calm the entire time. Gotcha. Right, so I guess I guess Darnum is still gonna just book it past you, since if you're, since he still runs a lot faster than you anyway. So we run the same speed. No, we're he. Ninety feet. Forty-five feet. Yeah, ninety feet. No, I can. No, I can mean I can. Yeah, I yeah. Can. You could you could just could choose. Yeah. <laughs> you could <laughs> shout it. You could shout your Light McQueen speed if you want. Really? That's what you go with. Give <laughs> 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 me cars. I'm all hated at Pixar franchises. Hey, hey, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. I gave you the best compliment I could. I'm sorry, you I'm sorry, you meant Toy Story is <laughs> your favorite. No, it's not. I'm kidding. No, it's so, not. So yeah. Okay. Darnold click the boots, boom, he's at it. Cause I, I highly doubt Malik is the master of stealth right now. Nope, he isn't, but I still need survival checks. Uh Mirthal, what are you doing after your discussion with Ankar? Survival. I'm looking for lethal. Okay. Survival check as well. Okay. Who do I trust for this one? Twenty. Oh, that's fantastic. 30, 20 as well. I got a 15. It's not difficult to find him. 
Uh, would you get Mirthal? 20. Oh, yeah. So you guys all find him effortlessly. But it's not a sight. He's already... He's torn one person asunder, like, literally in half. Right? Ugh. And he's bitten into the, like, the neck out of somebody. So he de oh. essentially decapitated someone else. And it's come to the point where the city's guards are armed with firearms and they are taking aim at him right now. And there are several of no them. hesitation. Rush up to him and <clears throat> release a flurry. Okay. Uh, give me an attack roll. And it does, it's, he pretty much like stops like five feet before him, but the astral arms are connected with him. Uh, the first attack is a 20. Does that hit you, Valak? Well, I have, um, you're not sneaking on me, right? No, it's a regular attack roll. All right, because don't I have a react? I have a reaction then. He gets a f wait. What's your reaction? If if I'm reading this right, just help me out for a sec. Okay, let me see. Under reactions? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. I okay, yes, sure if go I'm going to do yep, this yep. right, if I can. You can, yeah. So okay. you, it, it takes your reaction, but roll a D8. Okay. And you add that D8 to your armor class. Okay. Yeah, it's a total of 20, the first attack. Oh, 11 wow. plus 9. Uh, 8 plus 14 22. He whips okay. his tail, kicking up dust and a little bit of dirt into the air, and it gets into your eyes. You actually missed he's 10 feet away from him so he's just reading his language that that's that's actually just perfect amount of feet that he needs for his this reaction actually <laughs> yeah so yeah feet. so he manages to whip up this dust and dirt and it obscures your vision you wind up missing and this is where we will pick up next time uh. <laughs> see i was, I was gonna say man we're making a uh, american world london joke Oh, no, it's Should I roll my second attack? No, or we remember save that. that. Save that for uh, next time. Yeah. We're going to be busy, Cesar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you essentially get one free action. Roll. F each of you will get one free action, including oh. Valak. Mm -hmm. Then it'll be roll for initiative, which includes the guards. And the guards are not going to care that you're trying to stop him. They're going. They, after seeing two citizens get killed, they're going to just try to end Valak. So you yeah, have to I contend with the guards too. Oh, okay. Oh, this is a bit fun. So, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. I I can't, JB. I can't. Hey, there's some. Hey, this, there's this a kernel. Of, there's a Dark kernel. There's a kernel of truth to what Estreo said last time. Oh, one thousand percent. He is right now. He joined the guards. He's just gonna. I mean, shit. I'm just glad the has got a. You got to <laughs> Yeah. We have to let him know. If you move it around. Yeah, I mean, oh, I can't. I just can't because this is not. Oh man. Oh no! Listen. The party. He's going back home, and he's gonna be a new <laughs> character. We all know this. Is so what would have <laughs> had to do was just tell tell Anchor what he saw. That's it. That's all you had. To, that's all. That's all. <laughs> you know what? Maybe Oberon and Estrella are gonna become good friends because both of these times it hasn't been Oberon. It's been Valak. I don't know, Oberon. You're still guilty by association. Yeah. Wait, yeah. what did Valak? Wait, Valak only did it I this time. Yeah, I didn't do anything before. The, the shed. Killing the, oh, that's um, not a big. Yeah, that that, yeah. that was. Oh no, he had walked out before the guy got yeah, killed. Yeah, he walked out before that. He walked out when um Valak knocked him out. 
Yeah. 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 Again, Valak. Not over. Yeah, but that wasn't a big deal. He didn't see Valak kill the guy. Yeah, so. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like you know free Calgrim. <laughs> We all have our own things to hold. <laughs> I read the room wrong. Ernie summoned a sword. You know, potato, potato. But it wasn't oh. held that the person. Don't put me in this. Guys, I had it to my side. <laughs> Let's wrap this up, all right? Right. Thank you for listening to another episode of Eternal Champions. <laughs> Only one episode that wasn't a shit show. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I am your host and DM, Michael Travacchino. Joining me today, playing Valak, was JB. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I- I'll say it after this. I'll say it after this. <laughs> okay. Right. Playing Darnum, Vashon. I... Good night, everyone. <laughs> Playing Mirthal, Ernie. Everybody have a good night. What the fuck, guys? <laughs> last but not least, Oberon, played by Cesar. I really don't know why everybody's so stressed, but just make sure to tune in next time where Membatosh will definitely give us all nice hugs. Mem Nembato. Oh, damn it. I got my... It's a street name. <laughs> <laughs> There's no... Wait. The SH is silent. Um, it's, a, it's the K2 of evil deities. Yeah. Mike, can I say a closing <laughs> statement? Yeah, absolutely. But before I wrap this up... Yeah, go ahead. You know who's not going to be an Eternal Champions too? Valak? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, what? I'm joking. Or random citizen... Couple oh, the two guards. random citizens. Two <laughs> random citizens. <laughs> Their name are Bobby and Willie. <laughs> Actually, one was a girl, so. Oh, shit. Oh, bye, uh, Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's, what, that's the whole child. They decided to take a bite out. <laughs> Sandy, hashtag canon. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's on a date with, she's on a date with William, and they're talking about getting married, and, uh, all of a sudden, like, I, I, yeah, I just want to see that werewolf comes out of nowhere, splits her in half, oh. and then bites, bites uh, William's neck off. That's how we started that sweet episode, but the hell with it. NPCs in this world, it's like, oh yes, it's like, thank you so much, like, hon, I finally saved enough money, put all my savings, got her this beautiful three gold, uh, engagement ring. This is perfect. We've gone. We had the dinner. We're the. It's perfectly. I finally kicked my drinking habit. You know what? And now that I cleaned up, I finally saved up for this ring that I got for you. I was able to travel to the deepest, deepest mines. And I, oh my god! <laughs> All right, everyone. Until next time, keep those dice rolling. Nom nom.